and welcome back to Salt Cravings. My name is Claire. And I'm Brianna. And this is the podcast where we do cravings. And let things go weird places. And it's funny sometimes. And that certainly is the case. the goal, at least. (laughs) That that is certainly the goal, I think. (laughs) Um, Welcome back. How how are you doing, Claire? Oh, I'm back in school and I guess full-time technically, but, you know, getting back into the swing of things. Yeah, same here. We're we're back at the the student grind. The student grind? The the time when we grind uh, up students. Oh, that's um, horrifying. Yeah, I, I didn't think about the rest of that sentence before I said it. <laughs> um, so you go back to school and then you grind up the students. What about the professors? What do you do with the student dust? Uh, <laughs> do you put it in their morning coffee? Uh, th- that is their morning coffee. That's actually oh. what their morning coffee is made of. They it's like the it. coffee grind are the, yeah. The student dust? Yeah, the student dust. This is awful. Anyway, how are your classes, Claire? Uh, so far, they're not too bad, though I do finish at 8pm on right. two days of the week. Yeah, you just have the worst break ever. Yeah. The worst, like, like ever in the history of breaks, you have the worst one. You've mm-hmm. won the, the bad break. I've won the bad break. Yeah. How long's your break? Seven and a half hours. That's not, that's inhuman. That's inhuman. That's most people's work stays. Claire, do you, do you understand My, my break is everyone's work days. I go to class, people finish a full day of work, and then I go back to class. That's, yeah, that's, that's accurate. That is absolutely accurate and also horrifying. Yeah, well, it's livable for now. Mine is just that I have to be up on campus four days a week, which is, you know, doable. I hope the, the thing that people listening to the podcast should be very excited for is that I'm in a Chaucer class this semester. No. Which means I'm reading a lot of Middle English and learning how to read Middle English. So, so we're just going to do an episode of Salt Cravings where you only speak in Middle English and I'm just going to sit here really confused. Yes. E, um... Wow. Okay. <laughs> so is Middle English just English, but strained and very weird locations? Sort of. My prof literally said the other day that Middle English pronunciation in order to do it, uh, just speak in a really bad Scottish accent. Just do a Shrek imitation and you're there. <laughs> just stick two fingers in your mouth and start speaking. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's what Chaucer did. Oh. <laughs> that's also how he wrote. You know, this is this with is, his fingers in his mouth. Of course, of course, that's how they all did wrote he back write then. With his fingers that were in his mouth. <laughs> no, his other hand. You know. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's it's you know it was the the technique. Yeah, historically that was how all writers were expected to write. It was uh that's how they they got iambic pentameter right. It's the secret forbidden technique. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, Shakespeare actually just loved sticking his fingers down his throat. Shakespeare loves sticking a lot of things down his throat. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, Do you want to give me a craving? <laughs> sure. So a craving that I have that I'm just really needing is new information on the new po- on the Pokemon game that's going to come out on the okay. Pokemon the next gen Pokemon game. Let's go Pichu oh, and let's go Eevee the... are going to be great, but I'm looking at the next gen. You're thinking gen 8. I'm thinking gen 8. I need new Pokemon. I need new moves. I okay. need new gimmicks. You need the third version of Mega Evolution. We have Mega Evolution and then we got uh Z moves. Yeah. 
Yes. Which is kind of just another power up, hold item. Yep, yeah. And then we need the third one, which is just going to be Pokemon mm. Fusion. We already have that. But yeah, we have that. No, it's going to be. I don't know. It's going to be Mega Z moves. It's going right. to be your Pokemon discovers a way to both Mega Evolve and then do a Z move. They're just going to let you hold two items. Oh, maybe that's it. Maybe maybe they figured out that some Pokemon have two hands. <laughs> What, what do you do if it's like a Weedle and it has no hands? I mean, how does it hold things already? It just puts it on its horn. Oh, that's really cute. It can hold the other one in its mouth. Uh, it doesn't have a mouth. Doesn't it? Are uh, you telling me Weedle doesn't have a mouth? How does it eat? I mean, it has a mouth. It's just never drawn with a mouth. Well, it should be drawn with a mouth. Let it let it be said here. Weedle, draw it with a mouth. Send us your drawings of Weedle with a mouth. <laughs> with teeth. <laughs> Not even, like, teeth. not even pointy teeth, just like human teeth. <laughs> I, this is, that's so bad. Different Pokemon with different human teeth. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, that's actually what I just hope the next gen is. I hope that that's the new gimmick. Gardevoir, but just with a huge smile. Oh, I love Gardevoir, and that is the worst thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Thank you so much, Claire, that this podcast is over. <laughs> um, but a thing that I was thinking with, with these... This new uh, Pokemon gen. I was thinking, right? We could come up with what <laughs> the next gen of Pokemon is going to look like. What new Pokemon are we seeing? What are they going to be based off of? Um, so I think Pikachu is going to get another evolution. <laughs> <laughs> um, can Pikachu Mega Evolve? Can Raichu? Is that like a thing? No, Raichu got an Alolan form instead. Right, that, which is great. Which no, is great. They seem to either like give them Alolan forms, give them Mega Evolution, or like... Who knows what else? Yeah. But I'm, I, I agree. Poke, uh, Pikachu's definitely going to get another evolution. It's going to be, is, so is the new Pikachu evolution going to be a, a different option than Raichu? Or is it going to be the special fourth evolution, uh, in the, the evolution structure that we've never seen before? Right. So I'm thinking with Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee coming mm-hmm. out in 2018, you have to keep that specific one and then you have to trade it to the next gen and then those ones have a special evolution that you'll mm. never be able to get ever again. Thank you, Pokemon. Great. That This is a good idea and not at all terrible. Well, you know how when they released Ultra Moon and Ultra Sun, you got a Lycanroc pre-evolution that it would turn into the Dusk form, which was specific for... Oh, right. Right. Right, 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 And that right. was the only way you could oh, get God, it. Oh, God, yeah, that was terrible. But at least it didn't count towards the Pokedex. No, it didn't. So... So we're just gonna get... Uh, a third version of Raichu, I guess, actually. Cool. This and then is you have good. to pick just a second version of one of the evolutions. Which one is it? <laughs> oh, no. It's the same um, Pokemon, just a different version. It is actually version. just um, the secret third version of Espeon Umbreon. It's oh, no. um, Espeon. Oh. It's Espeon. It's Espeon. I love Espeon. <laughs> uh, actually, what it's Lebron. Oh, no. <laughs> it's Espeon. So it has two tails. Yes. It is part, it is like pink and black, finally. finally. The edgy, uh, edgy femme evolution we've all waited for. Great. It is, it has the gem in its forehead. Okay. Um, and also stripes. 
like a zebra or... Like, doesn't Umbreon have stripes on the tail? It has one ring. Okay, so it has the ring. Okay. That's what it has. But it has two tails. Well, of course it has two tails. So it has one ring on each tail? Yeah, of course. Okay. Sure. That sounds right. (laughs) This is like a kind of a horrifying beast of a creature. I mean, it's Eevee, so it's going to be adorable and I'm going to want it, but... Right. And you have to buy both games, both $80 games, and then own a Switch. Yes. And then only then can you get it. Yes, that's that's accurate. And it, it's the only time it'll ever be available. Right, it'll and it has an expiry with. date. Can I can I propose the what the new Raichu is going to look like? Sure. Is so, it just it's it's a lowland Raichu, but actually instead of a tail, it's stole Surfer Pikachu's board and just rides on that now. Yes, and the other important detail. The other important detail is you know how it has little nubbin arms or right. whatever. Right, they're no longer little nubbin arms. He swole. <laughs> Oh, I was expecting sort of like a Mr. Fantastic sort of stretchy arms, like very long Deoxys arms. I mean, I think that that depends on on what type, what secondary type this Raichu has. Because if it's swole arms, then he's a fighting type. If it's spindly arms, then with the surfboard, I think he's a water type, a water electric type. So if Alolan Raichu is electric psychic, are we getting rid of the psychic then? I mean, this is another form, right? This is another evolution of of the thing. What if we just invent the third type? The- it just has three types. Okay, so so electric, we- psychic, and horrifying. <laughs> Uh, electric, psychic, and monstrous. Monstrous. <laughs> just absolutely monstrous. So this new gen is just gonna have monstrous type Pokemon. Yeah, the, the one of the starters is gonna evolve into a, a part monstrous type. What if the starter is just like an E. coli cell as a starter? <laughs> and then it evolves into like, oh, the dead human population because you didn't vaccinate your kids. <laughs> Um, yeah, and the third evolution of that one is called Anti-Vax. <laughs> um, well, it won. It won. Congrats. You f- you did it by not vaccinating your kids. It's like how, you know, X and Y was like kind of super dark with the whole war and all of that. The this thousand is, year war. Yeah. No, the hundred year war. Oh, I think it was thousand. It may have been It thousand. was a long time. It was a long time. I think the hundred years war was an actual war in history. Oh, that makes sense. Um, the thou- But like, I think that it really shows Pokemon foraying into darker topics with this, this anti-vax, uh, the monstrous type. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, in Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, you had a martyr character. Which martyr character? Uh, the mother. Oh, yeah. Lucian. I mean, she was kind of, she was screwed up in both versions, but in, the in first different version, ways. Yeah. In the first version, she's just like, she just the wants worst. the perfect collection of beautiful specimens. And also, like, just was abusing her children. Right. There was that too. There's also that bit, which I think is important. She um, does the same thing in the second one, the Ultra Moon and Ultra Sun, Mm -hmm. except she tries to justify it being a martyr, being like, I need to save the world my way. I actually really enjoyed the the plotline of Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. I I think martyr characters are my favorite characters that are written in media. Yeah, that tracks for you. (laughs) 
So, so the other thing about this gen is obviously all Pokemon games are, are usually based on real life locations. Okay. What do we think this one's going to be based on? Because I have an idea, right? Okay. If you, What's if your you idea? Look. So there's a lot of the earth that is water, right? With just nothing. Are so, we returning to Hoenn? So it's not Hoenn because while Hoenn may have had too much water for IGN, they still had land. Instead, this is based on just the middle of the ocean. There's no land. So Alola. No, 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 no. There's no islands. Oh, you're only ever surfing. <laughs> you're only ever surfing. You can't stop surfing. Your first Pokemon that you start with before you even get a starter is a water? a water Pokemon that you can't use in battle, but that you will always be surfing uh, on. And you just get three water starter choices. <laughs> You get yeah. water fire, water grass, and water water choice. No, no, the water water choice is the water monstrous. Oh, I see. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. This is what this is. E. coli is water monstrous. <laughs> A bacteria would absolutely be water monstrous, right? I think so. Probably. Depends on the bacteria. It does pretend, depend on the bacteria. It pretends on the bacteria. If you pretend well enough, you too can become a bacteria. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, do you have another idea for what this what this gen could look like? What about a gen where it's just floating islands? And so it's a low okay. but in the sky. Right. It's 10,000 years in the future and each <laughs> lowland island has taken to the sky. <laughs> So I guess the important thing that I'm wondering here is the are the islands naturally floating or is it some mechanical stuff or is it Pokemon that has made the islands float? Oh, I didn't even consider that Pokemon could be making the islands float. But right? Think, Maybe that's the new legendary thing, I think right? It has to be. Right? Is the, the Pokemon just made the islands float? Right. There is some weird gravitational distortion. What if it's not even Alola? What if it's just like, <laughs> what if the floating islands have always been there? Because I don't know if you've seen the full map of like people putting together what the, right. the whole people map looks like. Right, try to like piece everything yeah, together. Yeah, piece together. What if it's in the middle and it's just a bunch of floating islands that have always been there, but no one has ever <laughs> talked about them because we can never see them because we can floating. never see them because they're always like they're just above hoen yeah they're just above hoen and then someone in hoen looks up one day when it's like a clear sky and looks up and it's just like oh shit you start the game <laughs> just like you start any hoen game you're in the back of a moving truck and you God. go to the same little village and then the camera oh. switches instead of a down view you're looking up because because you've just moved when groudon got released and therefore oh it's a yeah, right? It's the super, like, bright in the sky, and there's day. no clouds, and then so, and then everyone kind of looks up, and it's just like, it's like... Oh my god, how long has that been there? Yeah, how long has that been there? Why have we never talked about this before? <laughs> we have hundreds of NPCs in this game, and no one ever mentioned look up at these floating islands. Um, yeah, exactly. And then the moving truck just starts flying. Oh. <laughs> and then you're on the floating island. You're actually on a moving plane. You you're have on a your moving own private plane. plane. Yeah, you're you're in this game your absentee father um <laughs> is super rich. He's okay. loaded. So you're like the child of a You're an heiress. Oh great. <laughs> Pokemon heiress. And so instead of Pokemon battles, you're just what, giving out money? Uh, no, you if you so you're you know, still taking people's money <laughs> just because you're the worst. No, what the thing that it is is uh you know how the when you come across like the rich boys in uh I think that's actually what they're called, rich boys in the games, the poke the trainer type, rich boy. Oh yeah, okay, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, the fancy lads. Fancy lads. And when you fight them, they give you just so much money. Way too much. When you money. beat them. 
them, that's you. If you lose, you lose all your money. You you have to give up so much money. You have tons of it. You just have to give it up. And, and if you lose against the elite four, you lose your title. Oh, to like your damn. heir. Well, yeah, because your your dad is probably you know involved with the elite four and disowns you. Jesus, I've just made Avatar <laughs> the last Airbender. So <laughs> we've that's what we've done here. We've made Pokemon the last Airbender. <laughs> So your dad disowns you and then is like, I'm going to pay for your plane ticket to these floating islands and then I'm never talking to you again. <laughs> and then the actual end confrontation, because this is the dark, edgy Pokemon game. Right. You've taken you... over the islands because you've been dumped <laughs> here and you need your right to power again. And so well, you take become... over these islands and you have to regain your honor with your dad. Exactly. You Thanks, become Zuko. the champion. Then someone just, after you've done the champion fight, someone just shows up and it's your father. And you have to fight your father. Wow. Actually, this is just this hang is a on. game of facing your daddy issues. No, that was black and white. No, true. <laughs> I just realized that the thing I'm describing is just N's storyline. Because <laughs> his dad is like Geddes or whatever. No, N is the heir to the throne. N and is the heir Geddes to the is some sort of manipulative adult. Yes, right, 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 right. That right, wants right. to remove N from power and eventually does. I mean, it's just, it's, you know, that one, very historically accurate. Because you know what? Anytime in history there was like a child king with a royal advisor. Yeah, that royal advisor became basically the king. Yeah, I believe that. Oh, I know what the Pokemon games, I know what these games are called, too. What are they called? Pokemon King and Queen. Ooh. Right? That's the versions. We have a King Pokemon and a Queen Pokemon then, because usually... Yes, yes. Okay, what do they look like? And they're making the islands float. Okay, are these islands just floating on huge castles? Like, there's a castle underneath, and there's just an island floating on the tip of this castle somehow. Yes. So one is... What, like, it's a rock psychic type because it can make the islands float and they're rocks and stuff. And it's got, like, a rock crown, of course, that is just, like, super powerful. Um, And then rock flying. And then rock flying. The two methods of making stuff go up is (laughs) (laughs) psychic power and air power. Wait, we created a new type for this and then didn't use it for either of the legendaries. You're right. They both have the third type monstrous. Right, they do both have the third type monstrous. I think at this point, monstrous may just be an ability. Like, it may just be, like... A new ability of just called monstrous. What does it do? Um, you scare you your just, opponents. That's just intimidate. that's intimidate. It actually is just you scare the trainer. If you oh. have a monstrous type in the first part of your party, no one will challenge you oh. to a Pokemon battle. That's horrifying, right? Isn't it terrible? So we can't. You make can the go starter. <laughs> We can't make the starter monstrous then, or it's just like, I'm just gonna have this and no one is ever going to face me. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's a good point. I realize what I've done here. You've turned this into a speedrun capable Pokemon game. I mean, people have speedrun Pokemon games. One yeah, of the but things this one I'm... is about speedrunning. You just choose the monstrous type and you run as fast as possible. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. And running in the game, because it's on the Switch, you actually just take the Joy-Cons and then you run in place. <laughs> and the faster you swing them, the faster you run. And that's how you get your speedrun record. <laughs> it's literal speedrun. 
running. <laughs> oh, this is this is great. This is so good. I'm really glad. Wow, this is really satisfying my craving for new Pokemon information. I'm really glad that we discovered all this about the new Pokemon games. I'm really excited to see all of this come out in 2019 on I'm, the new I, yeah. Gen 8 Pokemon. Who's excited to hear more about Pokemon Kings and Queens, right? Like, this is going to be a great time. Yeah, this is going to be so good. Yeah, absolutely. Hit you with my next craving. Yeah, give me that sweet, sweet craving. Well, my next craving is sort of because we're now exiting summer. Uh, you know, the summer exit. Yeah, we just got our, like, first big day of rain the other day. Yeah, I'm sad. You know what I'm feeling? I'm, I've been craving already is just sitting on my balcony on a warm day. Oh, yeah. And, like, not even necessarily doing anything, just, like... Mm-hmm. Being able to have a balcony and have a chair on that balcony, which I do, and then sitting in it and just people watching. Yeah. It's nice. It's it's a nice experience. I've done that with you. We've sat upon the balcony and looked out upon the the world. Upon upon the world. Thank you. Thank (laughs) you for correcting my grammar. I just moved and I don't have a balcony anymore. That's and it's the very worst. Sad. It's very sad. We're, we're thinking of getting a chair and putting it outside, but. Oh, that's really sad. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty sad. But, you know, it doesn't really matter all that much because you can't really sit out on the balcony in the rain as well. Right. So I'm feeling for you here. I, I really am. It's, it's a craving that you need. Can you think of an alternative that you could still sit on the balcony or, you know, in an outer world, in the rain, and still be satisfied. I've seen balconies with glass around them, yeah. which I think is fun because it's just sort of your—you've made your own greenhouse. Yeah, yeah, you have. And I've also seen that sometimes bougie restaurants will have the heaters, the heaters, and like a tarp, basically, but like a clear tarp, and people can then sit out on the balcony. I should so just, just make get- my upstairs neighbor's balcony twice as big so it overhangs my more Ooh. and then I don't get rained on. That's a good idea. Just go, just go up to your upstairs neighbor, knock on their door and say, hey, um, I was just wondering if you could do an expansion of your balcony, which is something that you need to get approved by the person who has this building who probably I don't think would approve that for no reason. But I need you to do this. Well, I mean, it is for a reason. It's for my ability to sit on the balcony. Well, that's a good point. It's a you great could, reason. You could go together with a, with a proposal and say, here right. is what I need. You only need to increase this one person's balcony. Yeah, don't increase anyone else's balcony. I don't want to fuck the rest of them. But me, myself, I need a roof over my balcony. Yeah. So so just glass and 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 glass as well, or just water repellent, like just lining everything with hydrophobic material. I don't know if we need any hydrophobic material in here. I just think you know I don't have an issue with the gaze. I don't have an issue with the gaze. I don't know what your what your issue. What? So, hydrophobic, homophobic. Oh, yeah, the water gender. The water gender. It's like, it's like gender bending, as we talked about last episode. I bet in the sci-fi future, uh, you could create some sort of weird material that just, you can't really, it's, it just repels water in a really futuristic way. <laughs> I was trying to figure out what I was trying to say there. So not a hydrophobic spray. Just like an advanced tart. But a hydrophobic spray would also would also make sense. 
but we have those. Yeah, but it's like the whole thing is just the spray. So there's no oh. like glass in it. It's just a physical form of the spray on a tarp, but it's a super thin tarp, but it's hydrophobic. Okay. I thought tarps were hydrophobic. I don't know why I didn't just go with a force field. I could have just said a force field. Yeah. I f- so you just want a force field tarp. That's exactly what I want. I want a okay. force field tarp so you can sit out on your balcony and see the water. That'd be really cool also because you could see the water come down, but then it wouldn't get blocked by anything, but you it would still get blocked by something. Like this is a clear force field that I mean. <laughs> yeah. So you just Aren't like- all force fields? If you had like an opaque force field, isn't that just called a wall? Uh- I mean, I meant more like a, a, there's translucent, you know, the classic, Um, like, energy field type thing that's, like, always blue and vaguely hums. So you want, like, a completely transparent force field. Completely transparent force field. That'd be good if you wore it, too, and then, like, someone tried to attack you and they just bounced off. (laughs) That would be actually the best. That would actually be the best thing. You just go to your football game and you just keep running. (laughs) Just pass me the ball. I, Trust me on this. <laughs> I feel like that might be illegal in football, but they I, wouldn't know. How do they prove it? It's invisible. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Maybe you just like it's just he's a tank, you know? Yeah, he just you just he give just, it to like yeah the smallest oh, yeah. football player, <laughs> and it's just like you've unleashed the dragon. <laughs> And it moves with you, so it looks like they're bouncing right off your body. It just looks like you have, like, unbreakable, like, you know. It just looks like you're unbreakable. It looks like they're they're launching directly into your body and just bouncing off. What kind of nickname would you get if that happened? Uh, I think, iron- I think the hilariously, tank. they could just call you the force field, even if they didn't know. <laughs> they don't know. <laughs> How are you doing this? I don't know. The well, force field? Yeah, it's just, you know, like... Man, you're like a force field out there. You can uh-huh. say that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> to keep up the ruse. Sometimes you have to fall down, but never when it's most important. I see. Someone <laughs> tackles you. And then half a second later, you're like, oh shit, someone tackled me. And they're like go. off to the side already <laughs> and you just sort of kneel down. Yeah, you just gotta go, oh shit. <laughs> I fell because this person tackled me. Whoops, guess I'll do better in the future, coach. Oink. <laughs> Are you acting this all out as you play the game? Like, is this the, is this the player during the game? Yeah, of course it's talking to just anyone who can hear. Yeah, football fields are pretty big. Yeah, but- generally you don't monologue during your football play. You don't monologue during your football <laughs> play. I'm an English student. I monologue anytime <laughs> I possibly can. I think the other good thing about the invisible force field is your landlord will never know, right? Like you could install it and your landlord would come in and be like, and, you know, do some sort of inspection and they just wouldn't see it because they can't see it. It's yeah. invisible. And so they'd be like, all right, everything looks fine. I don't see anything here that looks different than the last time. But what if like, I just put a force field at the front door and was like, yeah, come on in. And they just tried it. They <laughs> I was like, please don't be shy. Come I on think in. That's just called. <laughs> I think that's just called occupying somewhere. <laughs> that's just occupying your apartment. Yeah, and then they can't come in to do the inspection, but you're like, I mean, there's nothing stopping you. Just come on in and do the inspection. And they're like, I can't. And I'm like, okay, then just let me know when you can. And you close the door before they can say anything. I think the best thing about this fantasy that we've created is that no one else knows that invisible force fields exist. <laughs> 
only us. It's only us. Like you invented it in your basement, but no one else has figured it out yet. <laughs> it's just the thing that all of the sitcoms are about. It's just my force field life. <laughs> force field's good for keeping out the weather and landlords. <laughs> The two things you want to keep out. I mean, you could find some very ingenious uses for an invisible force field no one else knows exists. Invisible snowboard. You're just going down snow hills, but like, you're standing on nothing. (laughs) Such a stupid image. I love it so much. The best thing is if you don't, if you keep your body completely still and you don't like angle it all, you're just sort of like... When an NPC glitches out and they move, but they're not walking. I'm just imagining the person (laughs) T-posing as they're going down the hill on the invisible snowboard. What would you use it for? Um, I think you could use it as furniture. Oh, so like an invisible chair? An invisible chair. Exactly. What is the perk of that? You just come home and you see someone sitting on nothing and you're like... It's just for the, it's, oh, it's because you're going to go out there and you're going to make people be like, holy shit, what a good mind. This, this woman <laughs> is sitting on nothing. Incredible core strength. Incredible core strength. This woman is, is incredible. We need to learn, you know, yoga from this woman who has such powerful core strength. And it's actually a really comfy seat and everyone yeah. else sits on the less comfortable like couch. And just halfway through this movie, like an hour later, they're just like, are you sure you don't want to like, <laughs> and, and you just have to fake like, oh yeah. Like, uh. you're like, oh no, I'm just, I'm really committed to exercising. Yeah. In this way. Really committed to exercise. It's and then you like, lean back yeah. in your comfy invisible chair. <laughs> Yeah. You've just invented invisible furniture instead of a force field. Yeah, exactly. I mean, well, this is the thing about the force field. If you program it right, it can be anything. If you program the force field right? Yeah, exactly. It could be your invisible chair, your invisible table, because you, you make it, you know, uh, you make it take the shape of these things. So this is like form of shark, and then you have an invisible <laughs> shark. <laughs> What would you want an invisible shark for? What wouldn't she want an invisible shark for? Think like of anything? all the things you could do with an invisible shark. Um, all right, you could you invisibly could swim on the back of an invisible shark. Oh, that's a good point. So, like, this is also, this isn't a real physical shark, so you control it. Do you remember the scene in the SpongeBob movie from when we were kids where David Hasselhoff... <laughs> I remember it so much. They ride on the back of David Hasselhoff. So It's that, but David Hasselhoff is invisible. When we were in Hawaii... You could have an invisible David Hasselhoff. <laughs> <laughs> so when we were in Hawaii... We looked out one day at the sea and we just saw someone (laughs) who I swear to God looked like David, like doing the David Hasselhoff (laughs) thing because you couldn't see any sort of like board or anything. This man was just floating and just going fast, like going really fast over the water, like in the David Hasselhoff position. And we're all like, what is he riding on? And then my, I just whisper over to my sister. I'm like, David Hasselhoff from the Spongebob movie. Great. And she just kills herself having... It is just... It literally looked just like that. So that man had an invisible board or was David Hasselhoff. Or is an invisible David Hasselhoff. Well, we could Riding see on another David uh, Hasselhoff. <laughs> if you have two David Hasselhoffs and one of them dual, is invisible, which one rides on which? Dual Hasselhoff wielding. <laughs> Um, do you want to do a craving? <laughs> God. 
Yeah, I would love to do a craving. This is this is a, a bit of a shift, right? Okay. This is about the fact that I mentioned earlier. We're that taking have, away the Hasselhoff energy and we're introducing a new one. Yeah, I mean, Hasselhoff energy is great. I could talk about Hasselhoff energy all day, you know. The H-H-E. The H-H-E. Yes, the H-H-E. <laughs> it took me a minute to figure out where the second H was coming from. I forgot about the Hoff. Um, Everyone forgets about the Hoff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I'd like to forget about the Hoff for a second and move on to the fact that um, my next craving is the ability to cook. Okay. So I've just moved out and I was just living with you, Claire. <laughs> uh huh. And living with you, one of my favorite things about living with you is that you can cook. Okay. Um, you have the skill of cooking and you have learned how to, you know, Put cook food into a heat and produce edible food. Well, not just produce edible food, produce good food. I can produce edible food, but I can produce the same like three edible things that are like the most advanced thing is a sandwich. I'm really not sandwich in science. Sandwich science. And so what I'm really needing. I love that course, Advanced Sandwich Science. Advanced Sandwich Science. Yeah, it's actually um, an elective. It's in the... The Culinary Sciences Yeah, it's degree. in the Culinary Sciences degree. Do you think that exists, that there's a Culinary Sciences program somewhere? There yeah, has to be, right? right next to... Um, I mean, the course after that is um, Exploding Rhubarb. Okay, yeah. Exploding Rhubarb. Sorry. So the ability to cook. Yeah, so I... I never really learned how to cook. I actually know how to bake not too badly, but I don't know how to cook and to come up with things that are easy enough for me to make and are like meals that I'm going to enjoy. This is the thing. I need a cookbook that's made just for me. I need the the personal cookbook that someone else can make because I do not have the creativity to come up with anything more than five meals. The thing that makes this tough is that I have uh, chronic pain and, you know, that, that impacts the ability of, like, strenuous cooking that I can do. You have a time limit. I have a time limit and also an energy limit. I can't need bread or anything like that. And so... I have some fairly limited cooking abilities physically. And then I also just need stuff that is fast because we are back in school. And that is a whole thing. Mm-hmm. And so my craving is just I need someone to teach me how to cook the things that I want to have that are more complicated and interesting and outside of the same five meals. Your craving is having a personal chef. You know, I think that's my craving. <laughs> I would also like to have the skill myself. I would right. like to be able to cook for someone else because cooking for someone else is way more it's fun than cooking feeling. for yourself. Yeah. Um, but the stuff that I know how to cook is like not good enough for me to cook for anyone else. I would bake things for other people and I have baked things for other people. Every Christmas I do some Christmas baking and give it out to people around me. Um, the thing about messing up baking, I'm decent at cooking, but I would say I'm pretty garbage at baking. Mm. If you mess up baking, you have like an inedible brick. If you mess up cooking, you just sort of have a slightly different flavored same food. I mean, unless you burn something. Yeah. But, uh, you know, maybe you like it burnt. Do you like it burnt, Claire? I don't know what it is, but sometimes? Just everything. Just burn your food. No, I mean, I like having a little bit of char on, like, fried onions if I'm not serving it to anyone Uh, else. Yeah, right, right. Sorry, I forgot you love onions. But... Yeah, this is this is a thing that that I want is to learn how to cook meals that I like mm-hmm. and that are going to be easy enough because I can bake. Uh, like I said, like I can follow baking instructions pretty well. 
I think it's the anxiety that makes it that I never like over bake anything because I'm constantly worried about it and constantly aware of it and like constantly looking in the oven and stuff like that. Um, and so things turn out fairly well when I try to bake, but when I try to cook, it's a completely different thing. It's just like, what I don't know where to start cooking instructions that's hard to follow it's more that just like i don't know what to cook i will like pretty much anything that i bake like baked goods are just good cooking is a lot more difficult because there's ideas i need ideas and i'm weird about some food in terms of texture Mm. and um in terms of taste i'm trying to expand my palate but i was i grew up being a pretty picky eater and so trying to learn to cook as a picky eater is pretty difficult Mm -hmm. so that's my craving is knowing how to make meals that I'm going to enjoy. The sandwich that I make that I really enjoy is a... Three slices of bread and some butter. Three (laughs) slices. You have to put the one slice in the middle. That's why it's a sandwich. You know that that is the sandwich that exists, right? Yeah. Sometimes I think about that sandwich that is just the the bread and then fries and then another piece (laughs) of bread. I just think about that sometimes and just like, damn, y'all were really in a place, huh? Yeah. Like, that's an English, that's an English food. Oh. It's called a toast, uh, what is it called? Like a toast buddy or something like that? A toasty friend. Something like that. Uh, I think Buddy is in there. B-U-T-T-Y. Anyway, oh. that is not my ideal meal. The sandwich that I make all the time that I really it's like. like a head buddy. You headbutt sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it is. You got Give it. Give me a little head buddy. I, mm, that feels weird. That feels like a sex thing. Oh. I don't know. Just like, I think anything that is just like, mm, I'm going to give you a bit of this. Mm, I'm going to give you a little bit of E. coli. No! <laughs> a, the E. coli, it's the secret forbidden sex technique. Oh, God. <laughs> um, the sandwich that I enjoy making is, it's ham and cheese with pesto, tomatoes, and mayo, and then it's like made like a grilled cheese where you have the butter on, on okay. both sides. And that is a sandwich that I like quite a bit, but like, that's about the most advanced it, com- advanced it comes Like, that is, I am not a whole lot more complicated than that. What's the thing that you find is the biggest challenge when it comes to cooking for yourself in terms of Mm -hmm. appliances or just the energy that it takes to keep going? It's a a lot of things. Uh, Appliances are a thing that I don't have a lot of right now, but that's not the main thing. I think the main thing, which is the reason why even when I was living with you, I didn't do all that much advanced cookery, was A, the energy. I go to school year-round, and therefore that's tough. But the other bit of it is that I just don't know how to make a lot of like a diverse group of meals. We didn't eat that many different things growing up. And even the stuff we did make, I didn't really get a lesson on how to make a lot of it. Like, I think it really shows that at one point when living with me, you had to show me how to cook chicken. You're a vegetarian. (laughs) And I didn't, and you were still more adept than me at doing that. I mean, I wasn't always a vegetarian. I've cooked meat before. I know, but, but you see what I mean, right? Like there is, there's just a lot of stuff that I don't know, but I also just don't know how to make, you know, make it juicy and good. I don't know how to make food that like tastes good. I will try to cook food and I'll just be like, okay, this isn't fun. This isn't a, a good taste experience. So I guess that is the thing that I'm craving. I'm craving eating food that I've made and being like, oh, this 
is tasty. As it turns out, cooking well is hard. I think the secret to finding recipes that you like is a good spice cabinet. Yeah, that is actually something that I need to build up. I think the other thing is a lot of the time I'll just kind of be winging it and then I'll forget to do things at certain steps. Mm, like I will sometimes forget to... I also have memory issues. And so what I do is I bring all the things out and then I put them away as I've used them. That is so if smart. there's anything out still, I haven't used it. Sometimes I forget to put salt and pepper on things bef- before cooking them. And is, yeah. if you want seasonings to really take, put them in while you're frying. If you're making a sauce, fry up your veggies, put in your seasonings, then put in your sauce. Yeah, that's... And then re-season if you need to. These, this is a good tip. This is a very good tip. Yeah, I, I know some things here and there. But like, honestly, the point that I'm at in my life right now, I'm just making a lot of pasta. And I should maybe make things other than pasta and sandwiches. Uh, some soups? Some soups. Some soups can be good. I just have to figure out how to make soup. If you didn't hate onions, I'd say make a French onion soup. It's just a bunch of onions. Yeah, onions not my thing. Onions not my thing. That's another thing about cooking is I'll be like, all right, time to look up these recipes. Onions. Onions <sighs> are in almost everything I've like cooked. They are in almost everything that is cooked. Yeah, I think in it's like a pretty staple vegetable. It is a pretty staple vegetable, and I wish that I could take the texture of it. It's like sort of the taste. But it's mostly just the texture of it. Like, I I don't know how people... Put in a food processor. Maybe something to look at. Maybe. That's a possibility. I don't know. I'm just... I really like making guacamole, and then I got a food processor, and I'd always put onions in my guacamole, and then I did it with a food processor, and it's smooth. There is no texture. There's no texture at all. It's, like, completely good. That's, that's, that's a good point. I should, I should look at Not that there's no texture at all. That would be a horrifying concept. (laughs) No texture. Hey, this is a food (laughs) with no texture. You just... You try to put it in your mouth and it's just it's gone. <laughs> I know it's that I'm eating no this. no texture food. I know that I'm eating this, but I can't feel it at all in my mouth. It has a force field around it. <laughs> a food field. <laughs> it's my guacamole force field. <sighs> guacamole force field is actually the title of my new alt rock band. Great. But yeah, no, I'm just thinking I need the Brianna cookbook. That's the what Brianna I really cookbook. Need. Ingredients do not include Brianna. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think I want people to eat me. I don't think that would help me learn how to cook. No. I mean, except in a really like, you know, you got to think like the food. To, you have to be the food. You have to be the food. In order to learn how to cook, you have to be the food. <laughs> Once you've been eaten, then you truly understand the experience of food. Oh, <laughs> uh, this is horrible. This is really bad. Did you just... Never mind. <laughs> Um, I think also the Brianna cookbook just has, uh, just has a list of things at the front that are just, none of these things are allowed to be used in cooking. In cooking. Like, just, it's a list. It's just a picture of of your face and a bunch of onions. (laughs) It's a, it's a, yeah. It's, here's something. It's you holding a bouquet of onions. (laughs) There are other foods, but that I wouldn't, but also those are the main ones. Okay. Me and onions. I don't want people using me or using onions great but i think this 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 list is just going to be like you can do whatever you want with any recipe in this cookbook you can do substitutions you know whatever have fun with it just don't use any of these items that i've decided are bad and if someone has this cookbook and they put an onion in the cookbook can tell and then it sends you an alert
part, and then you <laughs> burn the house down. No, I don't burn the house down, but the cookbook actually just, the cookbook has a sensor that when it, when it smells onions, it spontaneously combusts. Great. You can no longer use I the cookbook. I love that this book can smell. <laughs> It's, it's the next great advancement in technology after the invisible force field is the smelling book. <laughs> we, we have the technology to make things smell, but we've chosen to make books do this <laughs> instead of anything else. It's like in fantasy things when people enchant books and it's like, what do you think that's going to do? Like, why are you enchanting the book? That's actually the new enchantment for the book is making it able to smell. Oh, I'm going to be my new D&D character is just someone who has an enchanted book. And when someone's like, oh, what's the book enchanted to do? And the person just <laughs> looks in the eyes and says, it, it smell. smells. <laughs> I really like the terrible concepts that this episode is, is the smelling book, the invisible force field. Do you want me to give you my <laughs> the last terrible Pokemon. concept? Yeah, give me, let's complete the foursome. Oh, okay. It's actually not that terrible. In fact, okay. we're returning to a new tone, just like you tried to bring us back with cooking. Uh, my next craving is knowing that there's a cat or dog waiting for you and craving <gasps> to get home. You're going to make me cry. Good, because I recently adopted a cat. And so now I have this craving huh. all the time Aww. of actually wanting to be home. That is incredibly sweet. Her name is May. I know people are going to want to know yeah, that. She's adorable. She is adorable. She is a domestic short hair. She has, she's a black cat with little white booties and <laughs> she is very shy, very anxious. I have not met her yet because she is that anxious. She is very anxious. I just got home from the vet with her and that was not Ooh. a fun experience for her, honestly. Maybe yeah. a little traumatizing. She had to be sedated in order to have her physical done. Aww. But Aww. she got through it, and she's going to get a treat later for I'm, being so good. I'm so she proud of her. Good, but I, you know, she, she made it, it through. I'm so proud. The reason that I love this craving, other than just May is is great. May is great. May is great. May is the best cat that has ever lived. She is the best cat that's ever lived. Unfortunately, all cats are the best cat that's ever lived. Yeah, exactly. But uh, I don't know why I said unfortunately. That's the most fortunate thing in the world. <laughs> it is the most fortunate thing. But I have a dog back at my parents' house. Uh, her name is Tiki. She's like old now. She's like 13 or something. She's so old. She's so old and so small and so, so sweet. Small. She's small and sweet. Um, I've only met her a couple times, but she is like the friendliest little dog. I think so she climbed friendly. on my lap the yeah. first time I met her. She has a lot of energy for being a dog that is 13 years old. And she loves people and she loves new people. And she's so excited all the time to see new people. And she's also has some severe anxiety. Really, she's taken after me um, in, in the way that she is and that she's very excited around people and gets very anxious at things that don't necessarily indicate a problem. Her one biggest anxiety is that she can't deal with certain foods being cooked. Usually oh. any time that something is frying, especially is onions? bacon, <laughs> onions would do it too, but especially bacon, oh. she runs and hides because in our house, when oftentimes when you fry something, our smoke detector is super... <sighs> sensitive and so if you cook certain foods the smoke detector will go off and so when she smells bacon she goes and hides because she's <laughs> terrified of the smoke detector 
And it's really the it's only dog that runs the other way. When literally, literally, it is so sad. But also, it is just the way that the way that she is. She gets super anxious and super excited. And I love her and I miss her. And so you're excited to see her when you go home? I actually just saw her this weekend. Well, that's great. I was visiting home and, you know, I love my family, but full uh, full disclosure, the you thing... You love Tiki more. The only thing I am really <laughs> ever truly excited for when I'm going home is getting to see Tiki. That's because fair. I, too, love the feeling of going home and having there be a dog or cat there. Right now, I, I don't have a dog or cat waiting for me my uh roommate has three pet snakes who are very snakes sweet. waiting for you we have snakes waiting for us they they sort of they sort of mostly hang out with with my roommate though they're they're not mine so that makes sense but they're they're very sweet little they're very sweet little creatures they're sweet also in tanks. strings they're sweet little strings but they're also in tanks and they're good to cuddle with i've cuddled with them but they're you know there's not so much fur on them yeah i suppose that'd be alarming a furry snake a furry snake that's a ferret hey uh the, uh <laughs> the reason I'm stuttering is because I think you're right and I'm mad about it. I'm really not happy with this. Ferrets are just shorts, furry snakes. <laughs> Uh, this is, this is of course very different than snake furries. Uh, oh. two very different things. But yeah, I'm really glad that you now have May because May is. Awesome. Everyone is glad that I now have May. I'm so, I just need to come over more. I need to come hang out more. Um, sorry you don't get a say in this. I'm just coming over oh, to hang out okay. sometimes now just cause I want May to get accustomed to my presence so that she is not scared of me. Yeah. I really want to make it might take some time. She trusted me a lot. She came and sat on me this morning, and then I took her to the vet, and I don't think she's going to trust me ever again. Aww. I think she will trust you just... Eventually. It's like it's being like- a parent. <laughs> <laughs> Parenting a dog or cat is very hard. Right. And you're doing uh, you're doing your damn best, you know? There's, there's not much you can do. She's got to go to the vet sometimes. But, you know, I think that she will warm up to you because of your love and... And care for her. I, I presume. I presume those are the feelings that you have for your cat. Yeah, and they just take the form of, here is more food, your litter is clean, and oh, you want space? All right, I'll be over here. That is, that is love. That is absolutely love. I feel like May... Sometimes I feel like my mother, when she would come to check up on me when I'd be playing a video game, (laughs) and just being like, you want attention? And then May doesn't respond because she's a cat, but that it's like, okay, have fun. (laughs) Did your mother, did your mother walk into your room and say, you want attention? (laughs) (laughs) No, but she'd just, like, come in and be like, are you hungry? Do you need anything? And I'd be like, no. (laughs) Yeah, because you were a teenager. Because teenagers, yeah. Teenagers are like, yeah. Gotta play this video game, Mom. I'm playing this very important video game, Conquer Online. Are you going to get May into Conquer Online? Um, she'll be a ninja because she's so sneaky. She's so sneaky. Hey, hey, May, are you sneaky? She's very quiet. She's, she's very been quiet. here the whole time and you haven't heard her. So that I didn't see her it. until halfway through. I see her head now. She's so cute. Yeah. Listeners, she's so cute. She's so cute. She's adorable and this I love her. This is the greatest media for adoring a cat. This is a quiet cat. <laughs> Ah, uh, one of these days when, you know, in the in the far future of Salt Crater. When podcasts have video. <laughs>
I was gonna go for in the far future when May is a little more comfortable. Maybe okay. she'll she'll do some do some purring. So not as far as I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. No. I went to <laughs> You know, the, the revolutionary technology of adding video, video to podcast. your podcast. Video podcast, huh? That's a really interesting idea. I I'm wonder really if anyone's come no up one's with capitalized on that yet. Yeah, it's like, what if there was a site where you could upload video podcasts? What if they made an entire convention around this concept? You know how there's PodCon? What if you What if there was like a, a, a video con? Like a vi- VidCon? VidCon? I, I think we can That's a stupid that. name. Yeah. They shouldn't call it that. No. <laughs> Whoever made that was re- was being, you know. I mean, no one's made that. Oh, you're right. Whoever, <laughs> whoever would make that would would be a ridiculous just, absolutely ridiculous inane inane no yeah so in the in either of those far futures when may is comfortable enough to purr at the microphone you know <laughs> we'll or the microphone up to her yeah we'll have her as a special guest hell yeah we'll have her as a special guest it'll just be an hour of asmr purring this is actually an announcement that uh <laughs> we're just, gonna... is just turning into a purr machine <laughs> purr machine yeah i love this this is this is a great idea there's there's now a third member of our podcast <laughs> that is may fourth if you count clark who does our music <laughs> you know may is may is the secret uh, other member of salt cravings and the I secret love her. member of salt craving everything is just may's face instead of a logo we're just gonna have a picture of may i'm excited for the new pokemon gen to have a pokemon that's based on may it's gonna be great <laughs> the the what 50th cat pokemon yeah the 50th cat pokemon but this one's based on may so it's the best cat pokemon True. what type is pokemon may dark and psychic and its name is just mayday this is perfect and it causes mayhem this is the perfect pokemon but it's also not always sure so it's just mayhaps Mayhaps. no that's the that's the evolution maybe mayhaps mayday (laughs) (laughs) and it's it's still may on every evolution (laughs) the name changes no, it's just like, it's just like, oh, the little one is Kitten May. It's however May looked as a kitten, which I know Whoa, we don't know. No but one knows. No one knows, but we can, you know, get an artist to come up with it. Artist interpretation <laughs> of Kitty Cat May. You just, under every image of, of this Pokemon is just the caption, artist <laughs> representation. <laughs> Yeah, I love it. Yeah, the 3D sprite is just walking on these texts. (laughs) Artist representation. Shouldn't that be what all Pokemon have? In the new gen, that's what all Pokemon are gonna have. It's just (laughs) artist representation. Like the E. coli Pokemon is just gonna have artist representation of E. coli. Every Pokemon comes with a disclaimer. Well, especially the monstrous Pokemon. Right. Don't look directly into the eye of the monstrous Pokemon. (laughs) What happens if you look directly into the eye of a monstrous Pokemon, Claire? You die immediately. You (laughs) You lose your will to battle. This is what happens to all the trainers when you bring your monstrous Pokemon around. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) First, we're going to make them lose the will to battle, and then we're going to kill them because of (laughs) anti-vax. Yep. These are some cravings this week. Yeah, just like every week, these are some cravings. These are some cravings. I really want... Versus these non-cravings that we have over in this pile over here. Yeah, we, we the ones that we discard. We actually go out through the craving we bush. We pick fresh cravings every week. Every week in the craving bushes, you can see us out there picking our cravings, <laughs> discarding the ones that just aren't, Only you know, the juiciest, freshest cravings. Just for you, the listener. I love all of this. Well, that's been some pretty good 
food cravings. We, we figured out how to solve some of these too. We we have we figured out how to solve some of these. Just I think, come home to your cat. Yeah. So so you get know, a force field. Get a force field. Come home to your cat. The force field can go around the home that has the cat, of course. So the cat doesn't like force ca- field cat carrier. The cat is just floating. Oh, the cat can be out on the balcony because right. the rain's not going to come down on. So you have your home where you've got the new Pokemon game, Pokemon Kings and Queens. Yeah. You've got the force field all around it. So you can sit out on the balcony with your cat and uh, read a cookbook. (laughs) Instead of playing your Pokemon, you're just reading a cookbook. Well, you know, you're eating your food. Yeah, you're eating the food that you cooked, playing your new Pokemon game. In the year 2019. I'm really glad that we're going to have force fields next year. God, yeah. It feels like it feels like it's, it's, you know, been coming for a long time. It feels like it's been coming for a long time, right? People have been talking about force fields since uh, the Jetsons? Were there force fields in the Jetsons? <laughs> I don't know. There were Jetsons in the force fields. I was going to say there were Jets in the Jetsons, but I don't even know if that's true. I think there were like futuristic Jets. Oh, great. Well, if you want to catch us, not in 2019, but right now, okay. you can find us on the internet at Salt Cravings on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Whoa. Or you could email us like the good old days at contact at saltcravings.com. <laughs> you know that old technology that email? Old technology. Can wait for force email for for what force mail force mail yeah it's like force field email it's invisible email <laughs> <laughs> you can't read the message <laughs>